So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA as well as the editor-in-chief for drbycuspid.com. And we thank you for joining us, whether you found us through Google Play, Amazon, iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. And I know there's a gentleman that is joining me today who is all over the place as well. Busy man. Thankfully, he's taking a few minutes to join us to talk about dental assistance and emergencies in the practice. Dr. John Roberson, how are you, my friend? Uh, Kevin, I am doing great. How are you today? I'm good, brother. I'm good. Glad I get chatted up with you and uh, would love for you to just take a moment and kind of introduce yourself to our audience, if you don't mind. Absolutely, Kevin. Uh, First of all, thank you so very much for having me today, and especially on such a very important subject matter, medical emergencies in the dental office. Um, I went to dental school, University of Mississippi, graduated there, went straight into uh, oral and maxillofacial surgery at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Then I came back into private practice, and I've been in private practice now for 24 years. Uh, I got interested in medical emergencies because I'd always talked about it uh, in our case conferences during residency. And I did witness quite a few medical emergencies throughout Mm -hmm. residency, as you can imagine. Uh, then got into private practice and, uh, went to a, uh, a great meeting, uh, in a very large city. And the last lecture of the day was a medical emergency update. Okay. And, uh, the place was packed and, uh, and it's, it's just like the last day of the meeting, Kevin, at three o'clock. And so, uh, very interesting to see it packed. So that, that, First of all, it meant something to me that all of those practitioners were there. And the lecturer came out, presented two cases that both were in litigation. That was it. There was no medical emergency update. Talking about a disgruntled group of individuals. So yeah. um, a, a friend of mine said, you know, we, we, we need to do something about this. And uh, so then I started going to other lecturers and about medical emergencies and and, and I'd listen to people speak and all that. And uh, I, I just didn't see the passion, you know, because I mean, you know, you know Kevin, you, you do such a great job at everything you do. And um, you can hear that passion in your voice. And so it, it's it's good to have that. And, and, and people, it's almost like people are like, well, I got to talk about medical emergencies. Nobody else would. This is a subject matter that is real. It's, it's it happening. Okay. Yep. All right. And, yep. uh, I've been on the lecture circuit ever since. Um, I developed this, uh, uh, co-developed this emergency response system with a, another colleague of mine and um, just been writing on it, uh, publishing articles in d- different uh, areas. Where, you know, you mentioned Dr. Bicuspid or Dentistry Today or Dental Town. I, I've just right. had articles everywhere and uh, got online courses and all that as well, too, because um, you never know when this is going to happen to you. All right. You have to be ready. And that's the key right there. And and one of the biggest reasons I wanted to have you on today, because we know it does happen. Yes. And we know that the dental assistant is sometimes right in the middle of it. And, and sadly, we also know that sometimes protocols are kind of forgotten in the heat of the moment, uh, you know, and, the, and that can cause even bigger issues. So I'm just going to ask you point blank, what are you hearing about emergencies mm-hmm. in the dental practice and maybe some of the ways that they're handled or mishandled? You know, great question, Kevin, because when you handle a medical emergency correctly, you never hear about it, right? True. It's all of those out there that are mishandled, all right? 
And sadly, they are happening. As I said earlier, it's not rare. Um, you know, I hear so many people say, oh, nothing's going to happen to me. It's only going to be syncope. I oh, don't yeah. know how. I, I think it goes back to the 1993 study by Malamed. And think about that, Kevin. That's almost 30 years old, okay? And um, that's the last great study we've had since then. And about 4,200 dentists were interviewed, had 30,000 medical emergencies. 50% were syncope, all right? Wow. So the other 50%, what are those, all right? Um, angina, cardiac arrest, hypertension, hypoglycemia, sudden cardiac arrest. You can't call these things rare. You can't depend on this just being syncope. I mean, just the other day, uh, I, I had you know uh, a colleague share with me an event that occurred in the office. And you can just tell there's a lack of preparedness there. Um, yeah. Lady got an injection of a local anesthetic. Uh, started feeling really bad almost immediately. Um, it said it just didn't feel right. Felt like I uh, couldn't breathe. My throat was closing. What does the dentist do? Blows it off. Says, oh, you just swallowed some local anesthetic. Walked out of the room. Left the dental assistant there. The dental assistant didn't know what to do. She's watching this lady gasp for air. Wow. She che She clocks out. And does the worst thing you can do, Kevin. She drives the patient to the hospital. Okay? All right? Wow. Yeah. This goes to show you a lack of preparedness. And, you know, I, I mean, I just, over the years, Kevin, uh, when I had that emergency response system, I'd go to trade shows. I'd hear so many stories like this because people aren't ready. They're in a state of denial. Going back to that case, Kevin, I'm sure that assistant was driving fast to the hospital. Oh, absolutely. Okay, what, yeah. what if she'd had a wreck and that lady died in her car, all right? That dentist, his or her career is over, my friend, done. All right, you yeah. worked so hard and you are finished, all right? Because an event like that, usually in about 30 days or so, you wind up closing your practice. What are you going to do for a living then? All right, all because you blew this off and you had a lack of preparedness attitude. And and you mentioned the the closing of the practice and and let's make sure our listeners understand that doesn't just affect the dentist that's every team member great you know and yes and that, you know and and let's make sure that that our assistants out there realize that you know to to bury your head in the sand to say it's not going to happen here that's that's something you just can't do and and I hope that as a New Year's resolution uh, our our assistants out there will will pay attention will learn. We'll be prepared for what's coming. And I know you and I are going to talk about that in just a minute. But, you know, the roles in the practice when emergencies happen. I hear so often, you know, and, and I, I document a couple of cases in, in my lectures that I do around the country just to remind assistants this happens. But people forget their roles. They forget what they're supposed to do because panic sets in. Uh, John, what, what do we do to make sure that that panic doesn't set in? Well, the bottom line is we have to close the gap between practice and performance. Bottom line, Kevin, it's about performance anxiety, or, but let's, let's call it choking, okay? okay. All right, the, 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 the dentist choked during a medical emergency. It's just like you got that runner on third base and it's three balls, two strikes, and you need that clutch hit and you strike out. All right. Mm -hmm. 
you choked. All right. Um, same thing applies in the dental office. I, I'm telling you, performance anxiety, it threatens self-confidence and the moment of greatest importance. Okay. So your worst moment during a medical emergency is going to be your most memorable one. Okay. And I guarantee if we go back and look at all of these medical emergencies that occurred, Kevin, nobody was ready. All right. The dentist said, oh, I can handle this on my own. I don't need to involve my dental assistant. I don't need to involve my dental hygienist. Brother, I got news for you. And all the listeners out there, a medical emergency is a team problem. All right. Um, the level of stress is directly proportional to the difficulty and complexity of the situation. This is all in the realm of performance anxiety. This is all in the realm of choking. Okay. I, I need the dentist to understand. Sure. They listen. All right. Or even the dental assistants. When a person goes down in your office, you are going to be in a mentally challenged state of mind. All right. And I mean, it goes down quickly, Kevin. All right. Um, I always say when the ship is sinking, promote everybody to captain. All right. There are no egos here. All right. Um, We're we're talking about your livelihood. Is this medical emergency outcome going to be career defining or career ending? And as you just said, it affects a lot of people more than just the dentist. Sure. Absolutely. And one of the things that I I love about you and I love about what you talk about is that you understand the dental assistant plays such a vital role during these moments. And and you're right. Three, two count, runner on third. There are some strikeouts, but we also know there are some base hits that happen as well. And we want to make sure that those dental assistants have that base hit, drive the runner home, you know, using the baseball analogy, but save the patient. Make sure that something... We don't ever hear about it. So what's the role in your mind of the assistant when an emergency happens in the practice? Great question. The assistant is the most critical person in the office. I like to refer to them as the very first first responder. All right. Because think about it. They are right there with the dentist. They see the patient go down. All right. Now, You've got to have your dental assistant fully trained, ready to go. I just said you're going to be in a mentally state uh, or, or mentally challenged state of mind. Okay. Like, wait a second. I can't believe this is happening to me. No, there's just no way. Sure. All right. All hands on deck here, Kevin. All right. The more people you have trained, the better you can get through this. All right. I already talked to you about performance anxiety. Okay. I mean, it's real. It's true. I mean, so many people choke. All right. How nice it is to have that dental assistant right there next to you. Hey, doctor, what about this? What about that? We, we, we got to make sure we call 911. I mean, Kevin, some of the legal downfalls out there are not even calling 911 in an appropriate time frame. All right. Hmm. I, why? We forget simple life-saving skills. Again, choking, all right? That stress yep. level is so high, it affects that part of our brain we call the working memory. We, we can't get through it. But guess what? Help is right next to you and your dental assistant. Empower that person. 
put that person on a pedestal, get that person trained. All right. They are so they, they play such a critical role in this because I mean, I just told you about when I was at trade shows, I had many a dental assistants that told me stories of their dentist just panicking, walking out of the room like that first story, or just freeze right there. I've had dental assistants say, yep. hey, doctor, you're excused. And they were able to save the patient's life. So when you save the patient's life, you also save your practice. Amen. I, I, Absolutely. I, man, I am over all of this about, oh, I don't have to worry about it. Uh, who's got a crystal ball? All right. Exactly. Um, you, you've got to have hey. your assistant ready. Hey, if 2020's taught us anything, it's, it's be prepared for whatever's coming down the <laughs> Absolutely. pipe. Absolutely. Yeah, but but I, I love the fact that what you said a few minutes ago, when the ship's going down, promote everybody to captain. And I know so often you and I have heard dental assistants say, uh, you know, that's not my place. How do I do this? You know, in an emergency, roles go out the window in my mind. It really is about being prepared being able to step forward, have that clear state of mind to say, this is what we've got to do to save this patient, to protect this patient, as well as our livelihood as well. Well, Kevin, you know, I always talk about the, the, those first 30 to seconds to a minute, what all is occurring during that time frame, And it's got to be rehearsed because, again, um, you know, when this thing goes down in your office and, hey, listen, it's going to happen, all right? Yeah. They aren't rare. It's going to happen. I, I, I just, I looked at the Health First website one day and saw on there like uh, 1,907 uh, medical emergencies. I called about that and they told me that whenever, the reason why they had that number is because a dentist utilized an emergency medication. So they had to reorder that emergency medication. So if you work 250 work days out of the year, Kevin, that worked out to be about seven medical emergencies every day in the United States. All right. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And, um, you know, I always tell I mean, just cause you got an emergency drug kit doesn't mean you have the magic wand there either. Okay. Uh, you, you gotta know where Absolutely. it is. You gotta know how to use it. Um, and that's where your dental assistant comes in as well too. Uh, and I'm all for having, you know, an emergency drug kit that is sent to you on a regular basis so you don't have an expired drug, all right? Because you sure do not want to give an expired drug. Uh, again, that shows a lack of preparedness, all right? Sure. Absolutely. And, and you know, and, and I know CPR training is so important, and I know that's mandated in so many places, and, and that's good. That's a part of this. There's so many other things, like you talked about uh, the lady gasping for air uh, who is having the reaction. There's a lot of other things besides just having your CPR training and checking that box that needs to be done. And John, I know that one thing that you're doing, and I, I love this, is that you're really gearing the dental assistant, as you said, to be the very first first responder. And I'd love for you just to talk a little bit about what you're doing to make sure that they are they embrace that role and they understand that I, role. Too. Thanks, Kevin. Because you know, the other day I was also given a uh, uh, interview and um, the the person interviewed him asked me and said, you know, we got BLS and then we got ACLS. He goes, I wish we had something just more in tune for dentistry because ACLS is more hospital based. And I mean, I'm ACLS trained. I have to because of deep sedation and general anesthesia, but we need that, that, that course that's more in tune to us in between BLS because BLS is great. It sets up the foundation, 
but we need other things. And I, I'm just so happy to, to tell you, Kevin, I'm working on something called ALSDA, Advanced Life Support for Dental Assistance. All right. Love uh, and look, Love it. It, it, it does exactly what we need them to do. Um, you know, th- those other courses, whether it be BLS or PILES, they're broad based. They're not really targeted toward us, the dental profession, but we need something targeted just to the dental assistants. All right. The very first yep. first responders. And that's what ALS DA does. It gets the dental assistant ready. We've got five modules, Kevin. Um, we, 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 t- we go into anaphylaxis. We go into AEDs. Oh, AEDs are so important, my friend. You know, a, a, a thousand people die every day of a sudden cardiac arrest. All right. And the only way to treat it is with a defibrillator. So if your office doesn't have a defibrillator, you're just a sitting duck. Get that. All right. We go into emergency medications. We go into pediatric medical emergency preparedness. And then we have a final module on sedation emergency management review and giving out three hours for each of these. And then we're going to be doing 24 live mock drills throughout the year, one every two weeks. So the, the dental assistant and their dentist can, can log in and, and watch these mock drills. It's all about regular due diligence, Kevin, in medical emergency preparedness. And so what the, the great scenario would be BLS training one year, then the next year you get ALSDA training. So, Kevin, I want your listeners to understand ALSDA training is a renewal program. It's every two years. So one year BLS, one year ALSDA. Man, you've got a practice that is ready. All right, you got people that are ready. The dentists cannot do this alone. I need the dental assistants out there to understand you are so important. I, I, I want you to I want you to pat yourself on the back. You are so important in that office because you're going to be the difference between life and death. And I mean that wholeheartedly and sincerely. A fully trained dental assistant could be the difference between life and death in a patient. When a dentist panics, look, again, I said earlier in our conversation, Kevin, this is no time for an ego. Throw it out because everybody's got to be together and ready on this. Man, we're talking about saving a patient's life. And and, and I love that you've designed something and, and you are as passionate about the dental assistant being that champion and that rock in the practice as, as I am. And I love that about you. And, just, and so, you know, I'd, I'd love for people to get more information. I, I'd love for them to know where to go and, and how to really take it back to the dentist and say, this is something that's important. Uh, because, you know, as you said, it's no time for egos. It's no time for the, the job ladder or whatever you want to say. This is really something that it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when it's going to happen. So, so John, where do they get more information or what's the next step for these? Okay, great, great. Uh, it's at alsdready.com, A-L-S-D-R-E-A-D-Y.com. And not able to find it there, you can go to Goldman Dental Management. Goldman being spelled G-O-L-D-M-A-N. GoldmanDentalManagement.com. And you, you know, Kevin, the thing about it, when the, the, the dental assistants get this, there's so many benefits there because it's going to help the, the dental assistant be better prepared to ex- expertly handle the increasing number of medical emergencies in the office. All right. 
It's going to help them become yep. the catalyst to make the dental office a better and safer place. I always tell every dentist, tell your dental assistants to become the patient safety coordinator. Give them that role. They will shine. They will rise to the occasion. I promise you they will. They want to. They enjoy going to work for you. They want nothing but the very best for you. Do you think they want to sit there and watch you struggle during a medical emergency and they don't know what to do? Like in that first case we just talked about? Nobody does. Give them the knowledge to help you save a life. They'll drive the improvement of the uh, entire dental team because they're going to get the hygienist in the front office involved whether for, for emergency medications, emergency equipment, and the mock drills. Because, I mean, Kevin, I said earlier, you got to work on practice. This is how you get over choking, yep. okay? It's about practice. you got to make yourself better. If you don't do any mock drill practice, you're going to choke, all right? And, um, you know, with, with the yeah. dental assistants being better prepared, they're going to help the dental profession overall reduce the number and severity of all these negative outcomes. Yep. I, I mean, absolutely. dentists out there, listen to me. You have a diamond in the rough next to you. This person wants to elevate themselves to help you. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about empowering the DA. I mean, I'm, I'm just telling you, Kevin, if we could go back and look yep. at all the medical emergencies that went bad, what if there had been a trained dental assistant in medical emergencies? Possibly could have been a different outcome. All right. But, but we'll never yep. be able to Amen. know that. Okay. We can only move forward. And this is a positive forward response. Let's drive on with this. Love it. You know, at, at Ignite DA, we are all about empowering, enlightening, and educating the dental assistant. And John, I know that this is right up that alley. And I just want to make sure, alsdready.com or goldmandentalmanagement.com. That's correct. And I mean, Kevin, this is yeah. so affordable, all right? Um, no dentist should even shy at doing this, okay? I mean, look, you're, you're, you're looking at around 40 hours of CE giving it to your dental assistant. And look, if a dentist wants to take the course, no problem. Go ahead. I mean, I mean... The more, sure. the merrier, right? All right. You can't have enough training on this as well, too. All right. So I encourage the dentist to do this as well, too. So, I mean, it's, this is all about a team. All right. And this is not me. This is not alone. This is not I, because there is no I in team, Kevin. All right. Yep. Well, and, and we know the role of the DA. We know how important the assistant is. And, John, I love that yes. you're passionate about that as well. Assistance. This is something you've got to check out. This is something you've got to be prepared for, and it's not something that you sit back and say, "Well, I'll let somebody else worry about that." No, no, no. I want you to take it upon yourself to say, "There's no, an emergency will happen in the practice, but it's not going to be a career-defining emergency. It's going to be something that we're going to be able to get through. It's something that we're going to be able to save this patient, and it's something that we're going to be able to look back and say." I'm glad oh, I was prepared. Absolutely, Kevin. And, and to feed off what you just said, I, I need every dental assistant out there to go to your dentist and say, I want to be ALSDA trained. I want to do it for our practice. All right. I want to be ready to help you 
during a medical emergency. I want to play this critical role in your dental office. I cannot imagine, for the likes of me, Kevin, any dentist out there denying a dental assistant this opportunity to better themselves, to help the practice, and to potentially save a patient. Do not let this lack of preparedness be a career-ending situation for your practice. Couldn't have said it better, brother. So appreciate you coming on this morning, John. Thank you for your time. And and seriously, thank you for your passion and for your dedication to making dental assistants better. Absolutely. Dental assistants will get to know me. All right. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I know you're the champion of them. I'm, I'm going to try to be the dental assistant advocate or something like that. I'm going to try to float in there. And uh, because hey. these people are very important and, and and never, ever let someone tell you different. All right. You matter. There you go. And, and man, I tell you, I, I'm all about building up a, a Justice League or some, you know, Marvel universe that we can tell these assistants they just how amazing. amazing they are. So, John. Oh, dude, absolutely. Thank you again, my friend. I appreciate you being on. And hey, thank you to everybody who's listened today. This is important. We bring you some of the best experts in the industry, and we bring you people who are passionate assistants about you, about your career, about making sure that you're better, you're prepared, and you're moving forward, not only in your day, but in your career and where you want to be as an assistant. So make sure you subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast, and that way you'll get the latest episode as soon as it is delivered. And for now, Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, signing off, wishing you a great day, week, month, and hey, career ahead. Together we rise.